You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go to uh, one that I really like. Probably my favorite play in the NFL. Again, the number is kind of gone. Still available, though, through BetMGM. I like the Saints this weekend. Everybody here, I've been talking about the Saints for the last couple months. Everybody knows my feelings on Jameis. I love him. Was a little worried last week. The first half didn't look great. The protection didn't look great. Jameis is already dealing with a back injury. He has to carry the entire city on his back like Drew Brees did after Katrina when they won the Super Bowl. But I think he's going to be just fine. Kamara's all dinged up already. We'll see if he's fully healthy this week. They're signing guys off the streets. But I love the skill position players. I know Mike Thomas, I believe. I believe he played 36, 37 snaps, however many attempts Jameis had. He only played last week on known passing downs. We'll see if his workload goes up. Um, Jarvis Landry, still a lot of good football left in the tank. He's not a number one wide receiver like they tried to make him at times in Cleveland, but he's great in the slot. He runs great routes. He's very reliable. And then Chris Olave could end up being rookie of the year when it's all said and done. I don't know if he's going to get the targets with those two guys in front of him, especially when Mike Thomas, if he could stay healthy, fingers crossed, um, has the workload increase a little bit. Defensively, didn't really love what I saw from the Saints. I mean, but then again, I don't want to overreact because there was no film of Arthur Smith calling plays with Marcus Mariota as a starting quarterback. That's a new look Atlanta offense after Matt Ryan was there for a decade plus. And they looked pretty good in the first half moving the ball. Jameis was awesome in the second half, though, of that game, man. He made every single play. I like the Saints. 4-0 against Brady. We all know that in the regular season since he's went over to Tampa Bay. Their only loss to Tampa Bay was in the playoffs, and the Saints should have won that game if Jared Cook doesn't fumble the football. A little worried about Tampa Bay, man. They should be fine. Leonard Fournette looked awesome, but I have some concerns like most do about the offensive line with all those injuries. Defensively, they should be fine, and Chris Godwin's most likely not going in this game. He's already dinged up. He's injured. Um, Got hurt week one. Got hurt last year. Had had a torn ACL. We didn't even think he was going to start off this season uh, active. We thought he was going to be on the pup list. Julio Jones did look really good for Tampa, but I think the play here is the Saints. I still like it at two and a half. I think they win the game, but I grabbed the three when that was uh, available. Anything for you in this one or no? Pass? I did the same thing on Sunday night when these lines came out. I saw Saints plus three and it was an auto play because I knew this would probably dip to two and a half too. And that's exactly is what happened at two and a half. I'd still probably take the Saints, but I love it at plus three. You mentioned the dominance the Saints have had really since Brady's been there. They've won seven straight regular season meetings against the Bucs. Godwin's going to be out for Tampa, which is big. Yeah. And I think last week, the Saints, there was definitely some look ahead there against Atlanta. They were down 26 to 10 to start the fourth quarter, but they showed you when they want to turn it on yeah. how dangerous the offense can be. Michael Thomas, I mean, he was worth the wait. We haven't seen him in a couple of years, but man, did he look good. Yeah. Couple touchdowns. Tampa's defense looked very good, but like you said, the offense still some question marks. This is going to be my favorite live bet of the week. If Tampa gets up and New Orleans has to come back like they did last week, they're going to. 
If yeah. the Saints are like a plus seven and a half, plus ten and a half at one point, this is the play. This is my favorite teaser of the week. If you can get New Orleans plus eight and a half, my favorite teaser of the week. This is going to be a close game. It's tough, man. I mean, when a team has dominated Brady like that for so long, you just have to figure like eventually he's going to get the better of them. Mm-hmm. But they have a lot of injuries, and the Superdome's a tough place to play. Saints are fired up. This is the team that they dominate. I think I, it should be closer to pick. To be honest. It probably should be, especially with all the injuries. But yeah. I think I think the Saints are absolutely the right side. And for people like us that have them at plus three, feel great about it. Yeah. I think that's at worst for us going to be a push. It's going to be a field goal game. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, if I had to make a side, New Orleans plus one twenty on the money line. Don't hate that. They definitely could win this game. Some teams in the NFL, Ryan, they just have your number, and there's really nothing you can do about it. And the Saints. They just press man the the Tampa Bay Bucks. We know Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore love going at each other. Bucks, uh, the Saints secondary is great. They brought the Honey Badger over. Their D line's excellent. Linebackers are good. Dennis Allen, now the head coach, has been the defensive coordinator there forever. So they know what they're doing. There's no surprises with either of these teams. I think the Saints are the right play. I also like the under 44 as well. I don't see how the Bucks offense gets much better than it was the other night. Yes, they did stall for a lot of field goals in the red zone. Yeah. But they're going to have a much t- tougher time moving the ball against the Saints than they did against Dallas. And on the flip side, I think Tampa's defense is going to be fired up and ready to go against the Saints offense as well. So I think under 44 is the play. And I think Saints plus two and a half is probably the play as well. And if you got him plus three, I love that. Yeah. As long as Jameis is healthy, as long as that back issue doesn't flare up, man, they should be fine. They were the first team to shut down Brady or literally shut him out in his, in his career last year uh, in December when they won that game 9 nothing. They also won uh, as four-point dogs uh, 36-27 in New Orleans last year. So I like the Saints in this spot. The Saints 7-1 and one against the spread in their last eight games against Tampa. So this goes way back before Brady was even there when Jameis was there. And then the Bucks 2-7 and seven against the spread in their last nine games when they're coming off a blowout win, which is a stupid trend. But still, I do like this as maybe a little bit of a letdown spot, especially with everything that Brady's going through, the injuries on the offensive line. Godwin, love Tampa defensively. Saints, a little worried about the secondary. I do love the Honey Badger, but they should be fine. Uh, plus three is now minus 135. So it's still available at BetMGM. Not that we're advising you to go buy points, but it's still there. And I also like the under in this game, man, but it's gotten out of control. It's down to 44. Um, Again, I mean, look what the Saints did against Brady last year. They literally shut him out for the first time in his career. So I do like the under, not at that number. Maybe it goes up a little bit, going to stay away, but love the Saints this weekend. Uh, The second game, one of your favorite plays. I love my New York football Giants. Over seven wins this year, PJ. We get one of them. Is dogs the seven point? I'm sorry, five and a half point dogs. Is where's that? Where's where is where that closed last week against Tennessee? They went outright. Big week for Saquon. Daniel Jones throws a brutal pick in the red zone. Gets bitched out on national TV by Brian Dable in his first game as the head coach. Um, but man, I think the uh, I think everybody thinks Carolina stinks. Baker stinks. They might be right. That was a rough first half for Baker. Really rough. Like he couldn't. Like I I, I mean, how many snaps did he fumble? But uh. I think the Panthers have to be the play here right against the Giants. Overreacting a little bit here to the Giants after a week one win. Right now, the Giants two-point favorites, total 43.5. My favorite play of the week, Carolina Panthers plus two. In Matt Rule's tender tenure, the Panthers, fantastic on the road. They're just one of those teams, they go on the road, they're great. I love backing NFL teams when they lose at home and then go on the road the following week because they're ticked off from losing. You go on the road where you're locked in, you focus, you don't have the distractions of being home and having to take care of the wife and the kids and everything like that. 
You just focus on football. And like you said, the Giants, you know, the NFL is a funny thing, Ryan. Had the had Randy Bullock made that field goal, the conversation would have been a whole lot different. Had Brian Dable gone for two and the Giants didn't get it, the conversation would have been a whole lot different. But they get the two-point conversion. Bullock misses the field goal. And now everybody's like, oh, the Giants are back. Saquon, best running back in the NFL. They, they didn't have any points in the first half. They looked awful. Titans should have won that game. They brought him back into it yeah. in typical Titans fashion. Like you said, I just think it's a big Giants overreaction. There's a reason why this spread is only two. They're daring you to take the Giants at home. There's so much Giants love. They haven't been 2-0 since 2016. And like you said, I think Baker in the offense found a little something there in the second half. McCaffrey looked pretty good. The defense looked okay, looked much better in the second half. But I think the Panthers are the right side here. I really, really like them on the road. I like them in the, in this spot. I think this is a good bounce back opportunity for them. Also, another play where I like the under 43 and a half. Don't yeah. think there's going to be much offense. I think Daniel Jones and Baker are going to struggle. Both offenses are going to want to feed Saquon and McCaffrey. But the benefit that both defenses have is they face Saquon and McCaffrey every day in practice. So they know how to face backs like that. They know how to game plan and scheme for do-it-all backs, guys that can run and receive the ball. So I don't think there's going to be much of an advantage there. But give me the Panthers. It's my favorite play. I really expect them to play well this week. Matt Rule, we know this is a big season for him, and you can't start 0-2, especially yeah. in two games that you are You might not make it this year if can't. you yeah. Especially no, two games that are toss-ups, right? I yeah. mean, the Browns game was a toss-up. This game is a toss-up. So you got to go 1-1. One and one. I think they do, and I think they get the win this week. Yeah, I like Carolina a lot as well, man. I was hoping maybe, like, yeah. I mean, it's sitting at two right now. I don't think we're getting no, to three. We're getting if anything, three. maybe two and a half if the Giants get some love. You brought up the quarterbacks, and I think the market's telling you the same thing, not expecting big numbers through the year. Daniel Jones passing yards, 207 and a half, and it's minus 125 to the under. Um, I don't think they're going to want him to do a whole lot. Mm -mm. I wanted to buy into Daniel Jones. I love the home road splits. It cracks me up how bad he is at home and how great he is on the road. But, I mean... Dude, last week they won that game despite him. It was all Saquon. Look oh. at look at the two point conversion. Even great play call. I think I think the Giants are heading in the right direction. Hopefully they could get eight wins. Uh, unfortunately, Daniel Jones is going to make me a nervous wreck every week. Baker's passing yards two seventeen and a half. Which running back would you rather go over on? Because I feel like McCaffrey's rushing total sixty three and a half minus one fifteen to the over. Saquon's is seventy five and a half minus one fifteen to the over. If you had to play. Which would you do? Because I Definitely think I'd have McCaffrey. to go McCaffrey, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially and, after last week. There's going to be so much Saquon love and all this and that. Yeah, the only thing that concerns me, so Baker was better in the second half, right? But did you see there's some chunk plays, like the fumbled snap where McCaffrey just picks it up himself and just goes right up the middle for yeah. like 50 yards? Yeah. Like he, they're going to have to get him more involved. I like his rushing yards quite a bit, actually, 63 and a half. I think that's a low total. And I also like his receptions. I'm going to continue to play his receptions, especially with Baker, man. We know Baker likes to target tight ends and running backs. I like Carolina a lot. So yeah. I'm with you on that one. We both like the Panthers. We both like the Saints. Two dogs. What could possibly go wrong?